Hello friends, this is uh, your technology information channel here. This is George speaking. And also to my geek friends that know me as PC Caremont. Tonight we're going to talk about how to beat the scammers. Okay, how to beat the scammers on some useful tips on what you may do and what sort of questions you can ask if you happen to get a call. Now, obviously, the first thing I would say before I cover this is if you receive a call from an unknown number, do not answer. If you receive an email from someone you don't recognize, do not answer. Okay, so there's a number of ways that I can trace an email and there's a number of ways that I can do digital research, but a lot of people wouldn't know how to do it. Okay, so bear with me. Okay, so this information will come in handy for your relatives, even yourselves. Okay, scams and warnings. Okay, <clears throat> how to recognize and beat the scammers. Uh, basically, about half the adult population is likely to have been targeted by a scam. One in 15 has fallen the victim, with a total estimate loss of about 3.5 billion per year. This is about £70 for each adult living in the UK. These scams use low-cost mass marketing techniques to target people. Many of these scams start overseas, making them difficult to trace and close down, even with international law enforcement cooperation. How to recognize a scam? Okay, how to recognize a scam? Avoid getting the phone calls in the first place. Okay, so if you don't want to get sales and marketing calls, you should register with the telephone preferred service TPS, which has a central opt-out register covering individuals and companies. By law, companies cannot call numbers registered on the TPS. This service is free of charge. Okay, so just basically go to your browser and type in TPS a telephone preferred service. The businesses, this will apply to businesses and their staff. How to protect your staff, okay, so if you're running a business. Audit your system procedures for invoicing and payment to make sure you're protected. Here are some special actions you could consider taking to prevent you from being becoming a victim of a scam or to help if you're already been targeted by a rough company. Telephone calls. Do not agree to place an advert over the phone unless you're dealing with a business that you have rung because you want to do business with them. If someone calls you, insist on seeing written details and a copy of the publisher's full term and conditions before placing any order. Some victims have received a string of calls that have become increasingly threatening and abusive. Try to keep a record of such calls, date, sorry, time, date and name of the caller and a note of what was said. Always show who, always know who you're speaking to. By law, any caller should identify themselves and the company from which they are calling. Be particularly wary if the initial caller transfers you to someone else during the call and always ask the next person you're speaking for his or her name. The name of the company in which the department he works on his contact number. If the person you're speaking to cannot or will not provide these details, or if he becomes abusive and, the, uh, and ends the call straight away, if 
It is claimed that there is a tape recording providing that an order has been placed asked for a copy of it. Another thing you could consider is demand letters. If you're receiving demands for payments for something you believe you have not ordered, it is well worth taking a few minutes to send a written reply stating clearly why do you feel you do not owe any money. Always keep a copy of your records. Threats. If you get threats to seize your goods, some victims have been threatened with having their goods or belongings seized to pay their alleged debt. The only lawful way the publisher can do this is to get an order in the county court instruct you to pay for which there has been a hearing where you can attend and defend yourself. Then if you do not pay, the pub listener may go back to court for a warrant which allows them to seize the goods to the value of the debt. I don't think that applies to Northern Ireland. Threats of a court action. Victims are known to have received letters which have stated, this is your last chance to pay. Attached is a summons we have obtained to take you to court if you do not pay. The document, the document that accompanied such letters is not a summons, but a copy of the application form that must be submitted to the county court to ask for a hearing. Some victims have been limited companies and rough uh, publishers involving threats to start procedures by applying to the courts for a winding up order. In most cases, the threat was, was an empty one because such procedures can only be stated for debts of more than £750. Fishing and marketing companies questionnaires okay, to be completed by all staff taking calls by telephone. Here are some questions you can you could ask if you are a cold caller by a, a fishing company you've never dealt with before. The answers will help you decide whether you want to do business with them and may help to protect you if they try to operate some sort of scam. Just a few tips, friends, what you could say. Nine out of ten, I would first recommend that unknown number, you end the call and don't say anything. Lift your phone up, wait till they speak, listen for a second. If in doubt, end the call, do not call it back. What you could do is, if you want to be smarter, you could say, how did you get my, my contact details? Then you could say, what is your name? What is your contact number? You can write the contact number down to give you. You can also trace it on the internet. What is the name of your company? You can also write that down and research it to see even if such a company exists. What is your company address or where are you based? Take note, write it down, do your research. What is the name of the publication of which you want me to place an advert? What type of publication is it? Wall planner, yearbook or other booklet? How many copies will be printed? So just a few examples you could go into. Nine out of ten friends, I don't even answer them. Scams and warnings. A scam, for those that don't know, is a dishonest scheme designed to cheat you out of your money. There are many scams with new ones appearing constantly. However, all scams are various. 
or just a few types of scams okay sign up you can sign up if you want to learn about scams okay so reporting scams you you receive can help to build up intelligence on scammers and how they target people and of course you can action fraud uk or the fraud office which has a number 0300 123 2040 UK. Okay, so if you don't want to get sales or marketing calls, you should register with the TPS, okay? Telephone Preferred Service, which I've already covered. Obviously, you have marketing scams that are right. Okay, so thousands of businesses had have had letters from companies asking for payments for registration under the Data Protection Act. Such letters give the impression that they come from an official body and that you are legally obliged to register with that company immediately at a cost of up to £100 plus VAT. While many businesses handle personal data, most by law notify the information commissioner they can do this so directly for a fee of 35 pound per year often small firms that process such data for limit purposes don't have to pay at all health and safety registration business directors business rates business statutory rules for relating to charities all charities related to uh, publishing house have a responsibility to provide would be donors and clans with solicitor a solicitor statement. This must set out what proportion of their donation will be used for charity purposes and has to be given during the course of any and each representative met by the publisher at its an offence failed to give this information or statement. Where a donation of more than fifty pounds is made as a result of a phone call the fund raiser must issue a no, uh, must issue an explanation which an explanation will benefit on high as well as provided full details of the right to cancel. Friends, there is hundreds of ways of scams. Hundreds. You've got clothing collecting scams. Over 90% of the goods sold in charity shops are donated by people like you and charities rely on your support and generosity. Household collectors are a popular way for charities to collect donations but, but be aware some of these collections are bogus. Don't stop giving to charities and those in need donating your clothes and other goods to genuine charities help raise vital funds. But please make sure that, the, that your donations go to a proper charity or organisation Collection on their behalf, taking care when making your donation means that you can be sure that your help goes to those who really need it and that charities don't lose out. Be aware and treat everything with caution. Unfortunately, anonymous bogus collectors may take advantage of your generosity for their own gain. They may also steal donations left out for collection by genuine charities. This has happened in the past, friends. These bogus charities cost charities at least £2 billion a year. Most important, be careful and don't be misled. 
Don't be taken in. Read the small print. Know where your donation is going. Check contact details as they might be false. Or are they clear? Ask yourself, is this charity's, uh, charity named? A general rule is that there's no telephone number for the people who put out leaflets to your door and want you to call for a reason. Okay, so just a few tips. You know, it's not just computers. Uh, dealing with unwanted salespeople and fraudsters. Okay. Whenever you are contacted by a genuine salesperson or a fraudster, they may both have got your name and your personal details in a similar way. There are many companies and organizations, including councils, that collect and sell information about you. Stopping information about you being collected or sold and will reduce calls from genuine salespeople and fraudsters. So this is important, friends. Avoid filling in marketing surveys or questionnaires. Junk scam mailers buy this information to send unwanted posts. Junk emails and make telephone calls. Some traders might even use the information to make doorstop visits. If you receive junk mail with a return address on the envelope, write on solicited mail, please return to sender on the envelope and put it back in the post. Unstamped. This may uh, distribute their activities and increase their causes. Do not respond to such letters in any way. That way you cost the spammers money and they get annoyed with it. Remove your name and addresses from www.12.com. Use the form called CO1 Record Correction form available from their website. 192.com is one of the principal UK directories used by companies to get names and addresses and telephone numbers. So that's another way to get their telephone number. Register regular with the Mail Preferences Service free of charge. There's, there's a similar free scheme for unwanted telephone calls. Telephone Preferred Services or phone 0845 070 when you fill out the annual electoral registration form, choose for your details not to be added to the the audit to the audit uh, electoral register sold for marketing purposes. Read the registration form carefully and tick the box to ensure that your details will appear on the free register only used for elections, crime prevention, and credit checks. Contact your local elections office. All these magic forms that we all filled in for this not always read the small print. Make sure that you tick the box, do not share my information. If you want to stop unaddressed mail, opt out for Royal Mail's door-to-door service. However, doing so may prevent you from receiving important mail from the government. Screen your phone calls using a suitable device such as an answering phone. Avoid answering unwanted phone calls may reduce the number you receive. Use junk spam email filters on your computer to reduce the number of junk emails you receive. Also that would apply to your mobile phone. Put a no junk mail sign on your letterbox. Don't respond to any unwanted letters, emails or telephone calls. You will only encourage them and others that they'll share your information with to send more. If you are visited, our advice is never deal with cold callers. 
as this is their favourite approach to use by rough traders who only want to get as much money from their victims as possible. If anyone comes to your home unexpectedly, offer offering goods or services, say no, or better still, don't open the door. Callers can always drop information through your door, and you can then make a reasonable decision without feeling under pressure to buy. And finally, never send any money to anyone who contacts you out of the blue. And don't agree to transfer money using money transfers, services such as UK, ASH or Western Union, both of which are unattractable. Make a complaint. The Citizens Advice Customer Service provides free, confidential and impartial advice on consumer issues. You can visit www.adviceguide.org.uk or you can call the Citizens Advice Consumer Helpline on 0808 223 or 0208-1850-710. That's English. If you have been a victim of fraud and sure your bank is aware, you could also report it to the fraud in your local police and action fraud. So friends, warning letters, warning and alerts, April 2020 to March 2021. How to stop scammers by telling your friends and family of any of the scams you're aware of. Your actions may help to prevent others from being targeted by scammers. And this is exactly, friends, why I do this podcast to help you. How to report scams. If you received a potential scam message but no money has been lost or you haven't responded to it, contact the Citizens Advice Service. And there again, the number is 0808 if you've been a victim to a scam, contact Action Fraud. You can also go to the website and report it to Scam Busters. On the 17th of March 2021, Sansar 2021, advice regarding following up on doorstop callers. National warning romantic scams on the up during lockdown, August 12th of February 2021. A business complex warning for COVID-19 vaccine scams. Shark-free surfing scams. You know, the list goes on. Bank holiday weekend warnings. Trader aware, beware of council tax scams. Urgent doorstop or caller, cold caller warnings. Now, to give you an example, I had a cold call a, cold call a few days ago on my window in my home. I have a big sign with cold calls. Please, with a council warning, I also have one on my door. When I opened the door, I said, how can I help you? And the reply was, I was waiting on the sale pitch. Oh, I can help you. I says, what is it you want to help me with? Have you got Wi-Fi in? I just turned around and I said, I'm sorry, I don't have time at the moment. I'm very busy. Cheerio. So then I decided to open the door and I said, let me try to help you, friend. I said, see a big sticker on my window? Can you understand it? Oh, yes, I've seen it, but they decided to call anyway. So, friends, scammers will use every trick on the book. Now, if it's for charity, you need to make sure that it's going to charity and not into somebody's back pocket. So, there's quite a lot of information that I have put out in the past. Scams and crimes that affect people across society with distressing and sometimes dangerous consequences. 
Many go unreported, either because the consumer does not spot something amiss, or because people who have been come victim of scams feel sense of shame. Do not feel shame. Each year, millions of people in the UK fall prey to scams. Estimate figures are as much as 5 billion. The truth is, with reporting levels as low as 5%, some types of scams really don't know. And I know it can be very frustrating reporting them because basically there's nothing done about it. Always remember this, friends, to finish up the podcast. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. If you haven't bought a ticket, you can't win it. Simple. You should have to pay you shouldn't have to pay anything to get a prize. If in doubt, don't reply, bin it, delete it, or hang up. Purchase sale patterns just say no, thank you. Contact out of the blue, be suspicious. Take your time, resist pressure to make a direction straight away. Don't let them talk in it. Never send money to someone you don't know. Walk away from job ads that ask for money in advance. Your bank will never attend your home to collect cash. Your pin payment card or checkbook if you are a victim of fraud. Your bank will never phone you to ask your pin or your online password. Genuine computer firms do not make on on isolated calls to help fix your computer. Don't suffer in silence, speak out about scams and help others. Basically, be a full of victims of scammers. So, scammers are people that are out for their money. Other names for scams include fraud, hoax, con, swindle or cheat. Scams come in various ways of hoaxes, phone, email online, sometimes a knock on the door. There are hundreds of scams, fake lotteries, prize draws, bogus health cares, dodgy investment schemes, selling, fishing, them's just a few friends. Common scams are emerging all the time, where they use techniques to create a sense of urgency. Opportunities to treat are within, okay? Friends, Some of these are old scams, and there's also some new ones. What can you do to tackle us to tackle scams? Well, you can check with a trusted friend, or older neighbour, get advice, report scams and suspect scams to the Citizen Advice Consumer Service, tell family, friends, and neighbours so they cannot be scammed themselves. Uh, so. There's a lot of things you can do. Okay, the telephone preferred service is the free update service enabling you to record your preference to official register and not receive unsolicited sales or marketing calls. You can register to update a bunch of calls, which I'm gonna do now. So when you're registering when you're registering to the telephone preferred services TPS is called, it'll say thank you for choosing to use the telephone preferred services. While it is a legal requirement for organizers not to call a TPS registered number, 
After 28 days, you're likely to notice a drop in telemarketers contacting you. Once you register uh, with them, you won't need to do it again. So, it gives you a solo trailer partnership, PLC, or residential. So, you take a box of CT and you would put in your house telephone number. And it says this number is registered. Maybe that's why I'm not getting any now. Do you stop unwanted telephone marketing calls? Yes. Do you stop calls at inconvenient times? Do you get involved calls through? Yes. Okay, so you want to pick the one that says to stop unwanted telephone marketing calls. Click continue. Where did you hear about this? You have another options, publication, word of mouth, radio, other. And I just put technology. Information channel. Which is myself. It will last you for an email, friends. Okay, so an email has been sent to confirm your TPS registration. Simply click on the link to the email, complete and activate your registration. So, I will just go to it, and I just click on the link. On this is a free update service enabling you to record your preferences on the official register and not receive unsolicited sales and marketing calls. So what's it done? It's as simple as that. That's how you do it. And that's exactly what I have done now. I was already registered with it uh, according to their system. So that should cut down the scam calls. Hello, hello, this is BT, hello. So you're going to get a lot of stuff, okay? So, up and date, don't speak, hang up, okay? Or if you want to be like myself but understands them, I may, I may, I may, depending, I may uh, use them and record it for technology information to give you an idea what scammers do. Okay, friends. How to beat the scammer. Common sense. Thank you. Now, keep safe. Share the information. You may be bored with it. You might have heard it before. But think about your next door neighbor that hasn't heard, that doesn't know what a scam is. Okay? As soon as the authorities take these numbers down, within seconds, they're back up again. That's how quickly they operate. If you want to waste the scammer's time, then waste their time. Play along with them, wobble, don't give them any information, bluff them. Because they hate that, because every time you waste their time, you cost them money. And when they get sick of it, they'll move on. And if enough people do it, they'll not make any money, they'll give up. Okay, you will find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other places. 
please please feel free to visit the website www.pccaremon.webs.com there's some videos up there you'll also find videos on youtube under pc caremon okay friends i uh, hope it's not boring although a lot of geeks will say well we know what it is jordy well i forgot to say give us jordy give us something better we know what it is what about the person that doesn't okay what about the person that doesn't okay friends keep safe and uh, keep raising securely and of course keep tuned in and share the information obviously give me your feedback if you've been scammed and you, you want to use a different name i'd be quite happy to read out with your permission okay also friends if you do have an idea for doing podcasts i would recommend anger fm it's free and it's got the tools there for to make it professional you just need to do your research and come up with a topic that you will find interesting to other people and it's trial and error but if you keep an eye out you will find that certain people like linux computers certain people like hardware certain people want you to talk about a uh, cyber crime and etc and etc of course you can use anchor fm for any number of different podcasts okay it's an opportunity if you've got a business why not do a small podcast about your business it's an advertising board and it's not costing you anything so i would say you're boxing clever okay thank you and keep safe your technology information channel george